When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DMVR Broncos live coming to you from Studio A, where the A stands for absolutely sorry that we're late. We were eating hot dogs. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, um, the king of sportsbooks. Mm-hmm. That's why they're DraftKings. Um, I honestly should have sent Allie the video. So we could we could let the the listeners determine. Actually, I'll do this right now. Well, and, and let let's do that because so to to preface all of the hot dog talk that's about <laughs> to happen and that Ryan opened up with, Dwayne Stukes today was asked what happened with the delay of game on kickoff, and he said, "Well, we'll show you the video." But he yeah. he said uh, someone was on the sidelines eating a hot dog. Um, I guess just uh, sent it to Broncos assignments. Was was his exact quote? He was very serious when he said it, so I tweeted that out. Uh-huh. And uh, apparently everyone else knew that it was a joke. I Okay, and I shouldn't say everyone else. A lot of other people thought it was a joke. I did not think it was a joke, um, so I wasn't trying to burn Dwayne Stukes or anything. I just thought he was telling the truth because we've seen people on the sidelines <laughs> eating hot dogs before oh, in the past. Chad... Chad Ochocinco literally held up a sign to a fan that said, can you get me a hot dog? We've seen yes. Mark Sanchez kind of trying to slide one in uh, without anyone noticing. Just everyone noticed. Slide one wow. in. So <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, I guess I guess that's what it was. I didn't, I truly didn't know it was a joke. was told uh, that Dwayne Stukes felt very bad about it because it was uh, not true. It was, it was a joke. Mm-hmm. So I put that clarification out there, and then people are saying, why didn't you include this in the first one? Well, because I didn't know. Let's play the video. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could have known. What? what happened on the delay of games on the kickoff and the punt? Well, the kickoff is easy. We had a guy on the sideline eating a hot dog, I guess. He didn't go out there, so we had 10 guys out there, and I obviously had to address him on the sideline, and we got that taken care of. Again, it was a transition from field goal straight to the kickoff. Uh, we didn't have a chance yeah. to huddle generally. Oh, it's kind of, yeah. yeah. I thought people might be interested. Oh, you want to hear Honestly, it's so close. Yeah. I'm willing to just give Dwayne Stukes the benefit of the doubt just because yeah. I kind of like him. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. But – if I were in a different mood, I would be willing to make the case that 
the people or person who told you that that was a joke was just lying. Well, and so I wasn't trying to evaluate when coaches tell you something, if it's true or not. And, and I didn't say like from a source, I said, Dwayne Stukes said someone was eating a mm -hmm. hot dog. Yep. Um, so it was no bad intentions at all, but I'm happy that you kind of saw it as it, it, it's not crazy to think that wasn't a joke. And I didn't see your follow up immediately. Um, so I was like, oh, let's run with this, you know, <laughs> trying to come up with all the different ways we can run with it. Um, and then you were like, no, I feel really bad. Like, it, it, I guess that wasn't the intention. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so I was like, all right, I got to see the video. Yeah. Uh, and once I watched that, I was like, you, you bear no guilt. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so I was Thank in the you. locker room for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Divine Ozigbo a little bit. Ooh. I know everybody's interested to hear from my guy divine to get but, some um, divine intervention yes but so i came out and there was a hot dog conversation going and so i had no idea what had happened and so the first conversation was yeah you know he said uh, somebody's eating a hot dog or something and i was like so well wait hot dog or something then obviously it's like it's he wasn't eating a hot dog like that's a joke and then i saw the clip that ryan tweeted that was the first time i actually heard from myself and i was like well wait he said a hot dog. I guess. I guess. Which, again, like I heard that is like he's just someone told him effing around on the sidelines oh, eating okay. a hot dog. That's how I took it. But at the same time, like if the guy had been eating a hot dog on the sideline, that would be how he would say it. Like right, that, right, that would be right, right. if yeah, it was. Yeah. So I came away thinking, no, it was he was being sarcastic, but also like I totally see the other side. Like, it is what it is. You, you read what you read into it. Yeah. After watching it 30, 40, 50 times, <laughs> wow. I, uh, I, I did see both sides. Like, okay, yep. you can interpret it as like a figure of speech. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, some guy was eating a hot dog over yep. there, you know? Exactly. Uh, Dilly-dallying around. Yep. Um, and then if you want to hear the other way, you could definitely hear him just being like, yeah, he's eating a hot dog, I guess. <laughs> As if like someone told him that later. Right, yeah. right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like, that's, right. that's how he learned of the mm -hmm. information. Yeah. And it was Jonathan Kongbo who was late getting onto the field. So like you can see it in the like cut up of the all 22. I don't think you could see it on the broadcast. I'm okay. not sure, but it was him who ran on late. Somebody's got to ask, were you eating a hot dog uh, on the side? Be be I'm, I'm done with this story. Yep, now. Stirring the pot uh, real quick. I dogs. just have to share two things in the stadium. They were clearly trying to like mimic American oh, they cuisine. That was my question. Oh. So they had the, Biggest hot dogs I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I'm telling you, like this mic arm from here to here, that's no gotta be over way. foot. It was it was not a foot long. It was a solid oh, 18 inch. Are we that. talking thick? I love too? that. Oh We're yeah, skinny mm. girthy. Oh my goodness. Strong. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And then the guy who was next to us, or one of the guys in front of us that we became good friends with ordered one but like when i say all the fixins i mean like this thing had like a whole helping that would have fit inside of a sandwich of pulled pork on top of it oh, nacho cheese goodness. like everything you could ever imagine oh. like every bite he took he was literally getting like nacho cheese like in between his eyes oh, it was so, so good it was so big my girlfriend's out of town for like a week and a half she left today Mm. I might need to figure out what the biggest hot dog in Denver is and go get <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. Girlfriend so goes out of town and you start thinking about hot dogs. <laughs> so good. Start thinking about so Frank's. Good. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. We were thinking, Hank and I were thinking about hot dogs on our layover mm. coming back from oh, London because yes. we had a layover in Chicago and that's all we wanted. We weren't able uh -huh. to get one.
There, were, there was nothing near the gate. No, there's no dogs, huh? No, no dogs. dogs. I don't I think I would trust an airport hot dog. Uh, there I would, but I, I would trust any hot dog. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a hot dog. <laughs> what could true. go wrong? Yeah, yeah you're dog. someone who eats food from Seven Eleven. I RG's <laughs> on his way to Seven Eleven right now. Is he getting it off the grill or out of a bag? I don't know what's wrong with the grill. <laughs> I don't understand. It's you good get, stuff. You get hot dogs from Seven Eleven? I never have, but I would. Henry loves the grill. Wow, is it's that, good. That's it. It's cheap. It's good stuff. Look at that thing. Look at that the does girth. look good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we need to see that. That is. Wait, did you eat that? Oh my wow. god, it looks incredible. It looks amazing. It looks so good. It. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm sure it tastes good, but that looks like. What is the meat in the middle? That's pulled pork. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be really good. It looks a little interesting. Do people in England know what a hot dog is? Because that's not what goes on it. Well, they put pulled pork on just about anything over there. More meat on. That's a an pile issue. Of meat. That's yeah, wrong. Uh, the amount of pulled pork we had in London was crazy. Yeah, they love them some pulled pork. That's what that was the meal at the tailgate. <sighs> that That's was true. me like five but years ago. It didn't ago. have barbecue sauce. Um, like when you're going to like graduation parties and like that sort of stuff, it's like, oh yeah, pulled pork. And there was a phase, but I think everybody kind of grows out of the phase where it's like, oh yeah, we should have a pulled pork sandwich. Pulled pork sandwich, like, yeah. It's, it's not that great. People grow out of pulled pork sandwiches? Well, I mean, like, I love a good pulled pork sandwich. Really? Absolutely. Maybe I just overdid it. There was a pulled like pork London's sandwich at this pulled pork sandwich phase. restaurant in Boulder when I was a kid. It's my favorite, and then it closed, and I've never had one as good ever since. Pull it. Oh, you get no. the coleslaw on top that then oh, yeah. drips to the side with the pulled pork. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm ready. There's some good spots around here, but no free advertising. Yeah, um, it's true. Yeah, someone in the comments kind of alluded me to this joke, but the brand of uh, hot dog was Hung Young Johnsonville. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, uh, I would buy that. See, you could say that, and I actually knew that that one was a joke. Oh, <laughs> like, I could buy it, but I knew that one was a joke. I'm not tweeting that one. Okay, good, good. <laughs> uh, and then someone else said hashtag Glizzygate, mm, which is what mm, I will yep. exclusively re refer to <laughs> yep. this uh, from here on out. And speaking of gates, yesterday we had wristband gate. Mm -hmm. And I want mm -hmm. to actually, uh, we've dogged on Pete Carroll, and we should continue mm. to dog oh, on yeah. Pete Carroll. But I want to say thank you to, uh, um, what is he? What is he? What, what, uh, Petty. To Petty uh, Pete. Yeah. I want to say petty thank you Pete. to Petty Pete. Yeah, how does that how does that sound? Love that. Thank you to Petty Pete. I'm being petty as petty I Pete. say that. But a thank you because I actually think he helped us realize something that could be very important in the Broncos' turnaround this season. Mm. This wristband thing, while it's fun to talk about, fun to get the bottom to, I think it's actually going to be potentially important if the Broncos' offense turns around. I think yep. this thing actually is legitimately important I do too. in the way the offense functions. But you were yesterday saying it's not important. That was yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, so How I are you feeling remember. about the World Cup today? Uh, oh, I actually it hadn't crossed my mind. Continue downward trend. I've gotten to apathy? Is that uh, how your scale yeah. goes? Wow. That's how your scale goes. That sucks. You're in the uh -huh. you're in the bottom now. You're in the basement. You'll I be guess. back. Yeah. We don't need you right now. We That's got true. 10 days. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so then don't. what are you watching right now? What what? What are you watching right now? What do you mean? Oh, you, like yesterday you were watching I was watching oh, the Leeds. Nuggets. They were playing in the oh. Carabao Cup. Oh, you said you were recruiting the people. They're playing in the what? Oh, I said or I'm. Ali posted a picture. Yeah, yeah, of that, was recruiting people. that was oh, Leeds. Oh, okay. So it wasn't World Cup yet. No, no. World Cup is on the November 21st. 20th. 20th. November 20th, 20th Ecuador. Ecuador, Qatar, Qatar is the first. Wow, real uh, banger right there. In Qatar. In Qatar, yeah. Yeah. Host country gets played first game. Coming out oh, of that one. Makes sense. You never know. Um, what the hell was the Leeds playing in yesterday? 
uh, the Carabao Cup. Carabao Cup? The what? Again, I would like to repeat. It's So, you know how... <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop sidetracking us after this, okay. maybe. Um, <laughs> you know how in the M N the NBA wants to start this mid-season tournament thing? It's going to be sick. Oh, right. It's yep. that, essentially. Uh, it's a tournament within the regular season, um, and it kind of is kind of cool if you win it. But otherwise, no one else really cares about this. Mm. The U.S. does this, too, with, like, the U.S. Open Cup or something along those lines. There's another thing um, in terms of soccer. But it didn't really matter. Leeds, was, we didn't play any of our guys, so we uh, lost. Uh, yeah. Carabao is a Thai energy drink. That's where it gets its name. That's what it wow. – they've been sponsoring that for a while. I think it's technically termed the EFL Cup. Oh, yeah, I think that's right. Thai energy drink. I could go for that. Yeah. Wow. I got <laughs> Italian energy drink right <laughs> yes, here. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> There's a 35 billion bot uh, market for energy drinks in Thailand. Um, I don't know bot? what that means. Like yeah. They have Must robots be their form that need of energy drinks? <laughs> form of money, I believe. Uh, in London, there was uh, there were robots going around cleaning the floors. Yeah. Did you see those? No. The, they were the, uh, the size of that locker, just driving around the airport like oh. by themselves. See, so, there's like a, a line. supersized Roomba. Yeah, but like tall and big. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah, I really like. Like, it makes sense. Like, the more you can get the robots to do the things that people don't want to do, the better jobs that people get. So I like that aspect. What I just the, what really about, hope. Then there's just less jobs. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, there is there. I don't think there's a job shortage right now. I don't know. That is because now the job is managing those things, and that's the second point. Though, is I there really are. hope there's somebody who's paying attention to what those things are doing. Like you're, I really hope there's somebody like taking over? eyes, like one person for every seven of those, just to make sure. Just oversight. <laughs> just to make sure they're <laughs> not right. like back to wristband gate, Henry. <laughs> oh, yeah. What turned you? Mm. So this is shout out to Troy Rank. He was the first one who brought this up when we were talking about it today. So shout out to him. But he brought up that that was kind of the it, it helps you move quickly. And in that game, they started the up tempo offense, and I think that that's really important to do. And I think that having a wristband makes it so that you can move faster and start to run more up-tempo offense. And I think that because they're they're using those wristbands, because that worked, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. And I think that that's an important part. Yeah, and, and Nathaniel Hackett, Justin Outen, talked about it today. And one of the things Nathaniel Hackett said, he said, the wristband helps with a lot, but then specifically pointed to two things. The first is he said the verbiage can get a very long mm -hmm. on some of these play calls. West Coast as offense we know. is yep. the most, um, what's uh, biggest culprit of long play calls. Yes. Yep. And so he pointed to that and said, if you make it shorter, that mm -hmm. saves you some time just right there, makes it a little easier to operate. Justin Outen also pointed to that and said, you only do it for some plays where, where there's, you know, really long verbiage uh, and to cut it down, make it easier. And then the other thing that Hackett pointed to, was it helps with crowd noise. It's easier to hear a number True. instead of 15 words and then have to recite those 15 words over again mm -hmm. in, in a huddle. And uh, don't forget, the Broncos have been good on the road, right? Yeah, good on the road, bad at home. Mm -hmm. um, they've had a lot of crowd noise at home, too. So this is something that could help in both places as well. Mm -hmm. If it uh, saves you five seconds, yep. that's, that's, that's huge. what I said huge. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I well, you were on to something, Ryan. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Because I, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick that Get it away. took uh, eight weeks to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Put a mask on. Oh. Well, then uh, <laughs> this is speculating. I think you can be sick at Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, give me a break, man. <sighs> all, all the delay of games. Yep. 
Could that have been avoided if you wore the damn wristband? Very much, mm -hmm. potentially. I mean, if you're saving f three to five seconds? Well, yeah, yeah and, and now that we've heard it said out loud, the logic is so obvious. Instead yep. of the coach having to say the whole 15-word play call and then the, the quarterback having to go into the huddle and say it twice. Yep. They always say it twice, pretty much. Yeah. Um, if you just say 46 and then you open the thing and then you read it, yep. how – how and did then, we not figure this out and, faster? And then on top of that, another thing Justin Out said is, obviously, you, you have to put certain plays on there because you're not putting a whole playbook yes. on there. Yep. But everyone, including the quarterback, but also <clears throat> everyone else on the offense knows what those plays are going into a game. So they kind of know to expect them so that when you True. say them, maybe you, don't, maybe you don't question it the first time you hear it. You hear it and then you're like, okay, I know exactly what this is since we practiced it in, mm -hmm. in practice this and week. I would go a step further and put wristbands on everybody. Like, if you want to go to that hurry-up offense, why not just say 14? I guess you have to account for, like, we don't need to throw him back. Whoever we think is the <laughs> slowest reader on the team, who I don't know, there's no reason to guess at it, but yeah. somebody reads slower, and so you might have to say, like, 14, and then give a little pause for everybody, like, okay, 14, 14, 14, was 14 mean again? Okay. And then you can run the play. That's still faster than going out there and, like, reading The everything. issue with that is then, like, does that hurt Melvin Gordon hold on to the ball since it's on his arm? Does that can, hurt can, with... Can it get worse? Well, okay. but, but, but just conversation. Like, I guess I shouldn't have used Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I should have used Cortland Sutton or, yeah. or someone like that. But, I mean, you, you have a point, too. Yeah, like, why not? Um, and so I actually... I think actually, that's actually a good idea, at least for youth football. Yeah, oh, definitely, sure. definitely. And so I think this is something where, and asked if they're going to do it again, essentially the answer was, we're 1-0 while doing it, so why stop a good thing? Russell Wilson again today wearing the wristband mm -hmm. in practice. They're going to do this until it doesn't work. And why I say it's on Russ, Nathaniel Hackett had, I shouldn't say Nathaniel Hackett had Aaron Rodgers wearing it last year, but Aaron Rodgers wore it last year. We know there was pushback from yep. Russ wearing it in Seattle. So it makes sense. And then when asked why now, why start it now, it was pretty much, well, we have to evaluate everything when yep. things aren't going right. And we, we look around the league and Justin out said, we look around the league and say, why are we having more delay of game mm -hmm. issues than other teams? And this was something that we found to try to help us. So good for the coaches for truly looking at everything. Yep. And, and then they said there was no resistance with Russ wanting to wear it. And I can believe that because if you just say, Russ, in the first seven, eight weeks, we've had so many issues. Let's try this. I'm sure he was like, okay, we can try it now that you guys trusted me at the beginning of the season mm -hmm. to say no to it. Now we'll do it. I was going to say, at what point was there no resistance? That's a good because question. Because if there was no resistance ever, then it's the coaching staff's fault, yep. which – probably isn't the case right there was a resistance at some point and that is really silly to me um and disheartening yeah uh, to say the least that not after the first week when delay of games were an issue did they go okay can we get the wristband out <laughs> right, yeah. right. maybe you can graduate from the wristband just like training wheels eventually mm. uh, but no it, it's Mostly basically be took, who'd graduate it, it took Nathaniel Hackett probably being like, dude, if we lose this week, I'm going to get fired. Can you please wear the damn wristband? <laughs> right, right. And possible. Russ is like, well, I do like you. So <laughs> yeah, like, gosh, dang it. The biggest I hate thing that we're at this point in the season where it's just like anything that they fix, it's like, how did you not figure this out earlier? That's true. Point. But still, the biggest thing to me is that, okay, they, they can go up tempo. They want to do that. Who knows? Maybe that sparks something. Second biggest thing, though, is that all those times when they said, oh, we're evaluating everything. When mm -hmm. somebody asked, like, oh, are you... Are you making a change? Are you still calling plays? Whatever it is. It was always, we're evaluating everything. They actually were evaluating things. I mean, it didn't come fast enough and all that, but they did actually make a change. And 
that part of it's good to see. Yeah. Yes. That's my number two takeaway. And I can't see the name there. I'm the man, I think it is, uh, with a great point that goes against my thoughts at yeah. the time, which yeah. was, hey, maybe if they had a preseason, they yeah. could have figured this out then. Yeah. Um, which is totally yeah. fair and a good point. And I agree with you because I was agreeing with you about not playing a preseason. The only thing is it didn't take them three weeks to figure this out. It took them what, seven weeks to figure it out. Yeah. Maybe beat the Jets. Sure, sure, maybe, yeah. Yeah. sure. Maybe Who it does knows? accelerate that though. So, so you're right. Yeah, that's, or also, the Colts. Put it on. Put them on yeah. everybody. Just no, give everybody the wristband. We don't, I mean, I don't think that helps. Give everybody the wristband. <laughs> it, it gives you the option at least. If you're, if you want to go fast, just say 15. At least give it to the quarterbacks. At least let Brett Rippin wear one. Like, that that well, is that what's weird. Him. Brett yeah. Rippin, Josh Johnson, not wearing them at practice. And Hank and I couldn't wrap our heads around why that. Would Russ make sense. is the only man in a wristband. What's the wristband? Bud- everybody. Budgetary issue. Here? <laughs> oh. I don't. Not anymore. Maybe last year. <laughs> I actually think they probably sell those at Walmart. Oh, they probably do. Yes, for youth <laughs> yes. football. Probably. So my, my my only thought, just at my last point on this, my only mm-hmm. thought of why the backups aren't wearing it is because this is something that will really help them in hurry up, and the coaches just don't think if they have to go to Josh Johnson or Brett Rippon that they could do hurry up with them. That's possible. Which I don't I don't want to say that that's the case because I feel like you could go hurry up with any quarterback, especially Josh Johnson and Brett Rippon are, are smart enough to do mm-hmm. that. But that's my only guess yep. is why. Or yeah. or they just say like, oh, he's got the wristband. When you're a quarterback, we'll give you the wristband. Kind of like you get the mic in your helmet or whatever. Like it's. It's dumb. Just print more wristbands, I think. Yeah. Everyone should be out there <laughs> hearing a play call, yes. looking at it. Yes. Yep. yes. Why not? 100%. I need someone to combine the two storylines of the day and give me a Photoshop <laughs> picture of Russell Wilson <laughs> looking at a picture of a hot dog on his wristband. Oh, my God. You know someone can do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is RG, good. where are you at? He's probably listening he in his office listening. somewhere. Oh, we need that. Maybe by the end of the show, we'll have it. He's that's at 7-Eleven, remember? Because that's a good place uh, to get food. Maybe, he'll maybe he's getting a hot dog to take a picture of it and then Photoshop it on. What if there's a hot dog in the wristband not just a picture of a hot dog oh and then russ takes a little nibble just a, a hot dog like strapped in <laughs> yes you know exactly. he just slides it underneath the wristband <laughs> wow. and he can just pull out a little piece take a bite and when or when someone's tackling him try. he stiff arms them and then kind of shoves the hot dog through their face mask into their eye oh yes. wow yeah. i was thinking yeah. though, like in defense of jonathan Kongbo, if he allegedly was eating a hot dog like can't let a hot dog get cold Oh, that's a good point. You gotta finish that, that thing while point. it's hot, or it's that's not gonna be good. <laughs> I bet, I bet hot dog is a top five food that people choke on. Ooh. Oh yeah. But like the the desired temperature is literally in the name. That's true. true. You can't be eating a cold dog. No, no. that's just a dog. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Which then makes me think of like a football player, you know, a dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, can't, you can't be eating those. Um, so that's something that happened in practice. Another thing that happened in practice we just found out about. Yesterday it was KJ Hamler with the hamstring injury. By the way, he's out this week, according to Troy Rank. Uh, and it doesn't sound like it's going to be a quick injury. Yeah, and just to, you know, quickly pop to something that's notable for the Broncos similar to this is, Darren Waller just got put on IR with a hamstring yes. injury. Yep. And the way it was described by Ian Rappaport was the only way that he can fully recover from this injury is to put him on IR. Um, and great news for the Broncos because they're not going to see Darren Waller or Hunter, Hunter Renfro uh, in two weeks, which, again, just start slowly <sighs> yep. building your way to how this team can actually yep. get re-relevant. <laughs> yep, and there's just a huge roadblock this week that if they can get through, yeah. then it's like, okay, two really easy to see pass to victory the yep. next two weeks. 
unbelievable. Okay, they've so they've one, blown a few of those, though, to this point. Oh, no, we'll no, no the, the, there's no doubt. And let's talk about that game. But one more thing that happened today. So KJ Hamler, the injury yesterday mm. with the hamstring. Today, it's Andrew Beck with the hamstring injury popping up during practice. So just more hamstrings. But like you said, not just Broncos around the league. If the a. game plan... available? There's no way. Who knows? He's got to be somewhere. He's got to be somewhere. <sighs> Hamdy? I know. Maybe you don't want him with Give that. me a real fullback. Like, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Love Andrew Beck. He is a fullback, though. He's too small to be a fullback. I don't know about that. He. I guess. Oh, my gosh. Free a agent. Free agent. Thought so. Holy smokes. What happened? It he was, was on the Browns, and then he got hurt. Honestly, I think that's the problem with him, is he just gets hurt too much mm-hmm. for a batter, guy who's supposed to be a battering ram. No, Andrew Beck is 6'3", 255. Doesn't look it though. He doesn't. Like, okay, the eye test doesn't work. He doesn't. Okay. Honestly, never. Every tight end is like six three two fifty five at the least. On he's the a fullback. You know who's also listed? <laughs> but in, he was originally listed as a tight end. You know uh. who's also listed about six three two fifty five? That's not a tight end. Who? Uh, I guess he's not this big, but Derrick Henry. Yeah. And Derrick uh, Henry yeah. would look so much bigger than Andrew Beck. You know who's six one two thirty eight? Who? Andy Janovich. Oh. <laughs> That's crazy. It is. Because he yeah. looks way more like a fullback. Maybe because he's yeah. short. It's got to be know, a shoulder, a, a broad yep. shoulders yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, with Andrew Beck, like, wish him the best. Hope he's back soon. If the game plan was to pound the rock at Jeffrey Simmons, it was it was not going to be a good game. game. Yeah. Like, Latavius really Murray, just between the tackles over and over and over again. I will I, say, yeah. the only time they've run the ball well in the red zone, though, is with fullback. True. Yep, yep, that is true. And let's just talk about this game and start with one more injury not on the Broncos. Ryan Tannehill was a limited participant in practice yesterday, full participant in practice today. I believe this is the first time in a couple of weeks he's been a full participant, the first time he's been a full participant in practice since suffering the injury. So this does point to him playing this Sunday. He's playing. Yep, which stinks because we all said that Malik Willis, probably Broncos win in my mind. Ryan um, Tannehill, it's it's not as easy. Yeah, it goes from me expecting them to win to me hoping they win. I like that. I like that. And mm-hmm. and so do you kind of like the line being two and a half right now? Do you think that's a fair line with Tannehill playing? No, I think it'll go up. Mm. It'll end up closer to four, maybe just three and a half. That's a good point. So you think it jumps over four by or over three? Yeah, I do think it does. Mm. Uh, as soon as he's kind of announced as the starter, I think you'll see some action come in on them. Mm-hmm. Um the Broncos have done well against the Titans. That's yep. like my best feeling that I have about this game is, you know, the Titans, when they get teams, really have the whole team on a string. Broncos have yeah. not ever allowed them to do that. It's really true. And like you said, Ryan, you kind of gave me some hope and optimism by saying that there are still some pieces from the last time the Broncos beat the Titans to now on the, on the defense that are the same. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure, you know, uh, Ivaro has his own ideas of how they're going to yeah. approach this, but I'm sure Justin Simmons is going in there and saying, hey, this is what we did last time, and it was really successful. And mm-hmm. Ivaro today said two things that were very interesting. He did not downplay the loss of Bradley Chubb. He talked about just how they're going to miss every part of his play from yeah. the run game to the pass game to the way he works to the leader he is to the guy he is off the field. I was just surprised by that because he could have easily said – Love Bradley, going to miss him, but I'm really confident in the guys we have. He was asked multiple questions about Bradley and, and went that route every yep. single time. It uh, is crazy to think about how, like, your job is kind of controlled by someone else. Like, yeah, it's just like Brandon coming to me and being like, Zach's been traded. <laughs> <All right. laughs> don't, and I'm just don't like, what do you mean? Off. Zach does so much for our show. Like, 
who's supposed to replace that? And he's just like, I don't know, figure it out. It, that, I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good point. <laughs> and especially what, arguably the second best player on defense. Yeah. Out, outside of that. So yeah. that or third. And so I guess this was Evero kind of saying, uh, yeah, F you guys. Yeah, that's, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah don't, don't expect the exact same play. Uh, and the second thing that he said today, oh, was talking about the run defense. And he pretty much said that the run defense has been uh, pretty darn good. He's been happy mm-hmm. with the run defense outside of just a couple of big runs that yep. they've let up. And, and he said that's not excusable. It's something we have to fix. But essentially he was saying we don't have the worst run defense or one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, play in and play out. It's more so just one to two to three plays a game or over a couple of yep. games that really hurt us. That's totally true. I mean, it's, it's just a couple of those gaps. They've overrun a couple of broken tackles. For the most part, though, I mean, they're not giving anything up. Yeah, and, and it reminds Running me of something, something you said, Ryan, when we were talking about the 200-yard games that Derrick Henry has, uh, is he gets those because he has one or two 50- to 70-yard runs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it's kind of crazy to think that you could work on stopping the run all week and then miss the run fit. And that's like what happens is yeah. you miss the fit and then you have like a corner trying to come over and tackle him yeah. 11 yards down the field. He stiff arms them and they're gone. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> like being an offensive tackle where if you have a great game outside of two plays, that's oh, a bad game. Whereas for like a defensive lineman, it's the opposite. If you just have an okay game for the whole game, but then you have two big plays, yep. well, you have a fantastic game. And it's just like that. If the Broncos do great 90% of the runs uh, against the plays when Derrick Henry runs the ball, but they give up two, three big plays, well, that's going to be a really bad day for them, despite mm-hmm. shutting him down for two and a half yards per carry on every other play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let's dive into more of this, but first got to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, guys. About an hour ago in my account, I was given a 100% profit boost for the game tonight. I went to go place my bet, which I did Falcons money line, which boosted it up to plus Ooh. 133. I also saw in there there was a 100% profit boost for soccer, 100% profit boost for the NBA. I mean, DraftKings just dishing these out. So you can use all of those tonight? I think so. I didn't look at the other ones because I was kind of scrambling to get over, so I made sure to place my NFL bet. Right. Uh, I'll look at those, but I mean, that's just what DraftKings has going. And so make sure to check the promos tab. If you're on the app, it's the bottom right one. Mm-hmm. And tons of things in there, so you got to let me know if you guys got that profit boost as well. Sometimes I give it to everyone, sometimes I just select people. So if you are in Draft kings now make sure to check out that out and see do you, who do you guys like falcons minus two and a half falcons. tonight playing the panthers at the very least the falcons are way more fun to watch like that team is just awesome yeah like they they might not be great but they're awesome i like cheering for them so yeah. i take them it feels too easy which as you guys know i hate <laughs> um, <laughs> but gosh the panthers are anemic in just yeah. every way yeah they they had the new coach boost and then bad sense well and Last week, they're getting shut out, and they bring Baker in. Yeah. Baker leads two touchdown drives, and I'm thinking, okay, Baker got his job yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, nah, we're going back to P.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. Good luck keeping a locker room with that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I there's mean, no chance. It's, the whole thing is just, <laughs> just an out-and-out out mess. Uh, and shockingly, the Falcons seem like super competent. Um, yeah, and so you, yeah, you have to go that way, even though it feels uncomfortable because it feels too comfortable. Right, right. But remember, Monday Night Football felt too comfortable, felt too good, and it wasn't. It wasn't too good to be true. What that was the which one that, was that was the uh, um because New recent. Orleans Ravens Saints. Ah, uh, yes. But then the what game was a uh, uh, Chiefs. 
Titans, Titans 14, yep. 13 points. Yeah. 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 That one yep. felt and way too big. Up, yeah. It went to overtime. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Also, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery, where you can get all of the best beers around. Um, they've also just released the uh, Vanilla Porter Pack. Oh. which has all different types of vanilla porter. So there's like a, a raspberry vanilla porter. Whoa. Um, this one, interesting, haven't tried it yet, peanut butter vanilla porter. Wow. Whoa. So uh, you got to check that out. Also get your Broncos Country Hoppy Pale Ale for game day on Sunday. Um, and uh, enjoy you some Breck Brews. You can always use the Breck Brew locator to find the nearest ones to you. Every time we see people, they're like, oh, I had this Breck brew, and yep. I finally had a Strawberry Sky, and it was amazing, and oh, we only have Vanilla Porter, but that's great, so make sure you check it out. And also check us out. Uh, if you become a member, you get access to all of our stuff on the website. You uh, you get a discount at the bar. You get uh, discount you get on tailgate. discount on the tailgate. Uh, it's a whole bunch of good stuff, and you're supporting us, and we appreciate that. And uh, so, yeah. And really there quick, go. use code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook and see Ooh, show yes. notes for our details. Um, real quick, you know, we're, we're super bummed we're not making it out to Nashville this mm -hmm. weekend. Um, and one of our listeners, Corey, reached out to me and was like, dude, I wish I would have known. I have a massive farm right outside of Nashville. We could have just thrown a huge party there. Oh, my God. And I was like, dude, that would have been so sick. <laughs> that would have been wild. It's like, we can have a bonfire. Oh, and my like, gosh. I was like, wow. that sounds like it would be <laughs> unreal fun. And like so Nashville or so oh, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Southern, yeah. So oh, next man. time the Broncos travel to, yes. uh, to Nashville, uh, farm party man what if there's a little playoff game there this this uh year oh let's go <laughs> love to make the playoffs that would be awesome okay so let's uh let's give our picks how do we see this game going like i said actually i wanted to see if the line has changed over at DraftKings sportsbook it was two and a half but we're kind of looking at a field goal favorite which is just given the hometown team the the home field advantage there yeah yeah pretty crazy um just considering where the broncos have been and, you know, I always talk about betting uncomfortably. <laughs> betting on the Broncos this week is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, especially for just the average person who thinks the Broncos are terrible, which they might be. Um, Could be. And, you know, thinks that the Titans are pretty good because they just watched them go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So, I am intrigued, for sure. Um, and I feel like there's been a vibes resurgence yes. within the team. Yep. The bye week is yep. huge. Yep. Um, the wristband, obviously worth a couple points yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go no style points. 19 Broncos, 17 oh, Titans. Broncos wow. And you know what? No one's going to be complaining nope. about 19 points. Nope. Certainly not. Not if it's two more than the other team or and, even one. And just don't forget, this is a good Tennessee Titans team. You're playing them on the road with Ryan Tannehill, they're four and zero in their past four games, so they they're a good team when they have him. That'd be a huge win. Did uh, Ivero talk at all about the plan to replace Bradley, especially this week? He because it cannot be Nick Benito. And again, I thought that was, I thought it was a layup for for him to just to point to uh, uh, all the guys that they haven't, and instead he just pointed to how much they're losing. Now he did, you know, pretty much list off every outside linebacker, and Nick Benito was one of them. But Ryan, you are a hundred percent correct. It cannot be Nick Benito this week. If Nick Benito is out there, when well, whenever he's out there, if it's a run play, I'm putting Derrick Henry on his side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just can't. You just can't. No. third and 11 you can play him no so who mm -hmm. your outside linebackers if baron browning 
can't play, and I believe he did not practice again today. Um, is that right, Henry? Yep. Um, so he hasn't practiced, doesn't look good for him. Uh, your starting outside linebackers should be Jacob Martin, the new guy, yep. because he's big and, and he's solid against the run. Uh, and Jonathan Cooper, because he is way more of an all-around player than Nick Benito. Doesn't feel good. Yeah. Doesn't feel yep. good. Just think That's about right, what though. it could have been. You know, jo- Randy Gregory, Bradley Chubb. <clears throat> Josie and Alex, baby. The thing about Benito and is, those like, paychecks. if you played him that whole game, he'd give you a few good plays. Like, there'd be a few times where he just slips right back there and blows up a run. There'd just be so many others where he goes the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. Where it's like, why didn't? Why did you choose not to set the edge? And then, yeah. and then you're why? leaving Damari Mathis out there trying yep. to tackle exactly. as the last line of defense on Derrick Henry. But that's why you bring in Jacob Martin. It's because he can defend the run from the edge and... This is a big week for that. This entire defensive game plan should be about filtering Derrick Henry towards Alex Singleton and Josie Jewell. Yep. Um, obviously, you'd love for Draymond <clears throat> or DJ Jones or you know whoever to make some plays in the backfield, but really it's about maintaining your gaps and ma- enforcing Derrick Henry to run towards the linebackers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's 100% true. Um, and two kind of notable updates over at DraftKings Sportsbook with this game. The line is going toward, it's indicating it is mm-hmm. going to get to three and a half. Right now, the Titans are minus three at minus 105. So it's creeping up there. Uh, and then, it, which I think is, is even more so than it was just a little bit ago. And the over-under has gone up. The over-under was 39 or 40 to begin this week. It dipped down to just a couple of hours ago being 36 and a half, Whoa. which made me uncomfortable to take the under then. Now it's, up to, 30, now it's up to 38, which the 2017 yep. fits now. So yep. that's where Tannehill has helped. Wow. What if the Broncos' offense was just good for one game? It's then we're possible. talking 21 points. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean actually good. Oh, like 24 points? Yeah, oh. 27 points. That'd be huge against this defense. Like we, th- all I can think about is how hard it's going to be for the defense, right? They just have their work cut out for them. It's a really unique um, style of gameplay, and I just haven't once allowed myself to think like, hey, what if the offense just outscores the Titans? Well, here, here's where that would be great news, Ryan. Two things. The Chiefs put up 20 points against them, and it took yeah. overtime to do it. So if you scored 27 points, you'd be doing better than the Chiefs did, and you'd be doing it on the road where the Chiefs did at home. The second thing is it'd probably mean a really good game for Russell Wilson yes. in the passing yep. game because this Titans defense, number one against the run. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with it. Just Now, I'm not saying throw the ball 68 times like the Chiefs did, but don't try to have balance this game. The great teams are able to have balance when they need to. They're able to run the ball when they need to, and they're able to pass the ball when they need to, and they're able to game plan week to week based off of that. So that's why don't be afraid to to not be balanced this week and have Russell Wilson drop back 40 times. He's fully healthy now, so that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, and I I mean, I was not in on this Titans uh, Titans team until that Chiefs game. You know, I think when they were 0-2, I'm pretty sure I said on the podcast they could win five in a row. I'm pretty sure I said that because who they beat was the Raiders, the Colts, the Commanders, the Colts, and the Texans. Oh, you said the Titans could be 5-0. Oh, the Titans, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because we had this conversation. Those are not great teams. And so I, at at 5-2, I was thinking like, ah, you know, it's whatever. Sure, you you held the Texans and Colts to 10 points. Held the Colts and Commanders to 17. Like, they're not that good. That game against the Chiefs, they were really good, though. Yeah. And and that's where I just don't even know where I'd place the Titans. They might be a top-10 team. They also could be the uh, top-20 team, you know? So I I struggle with this one, but I do think uh, the Broncos cover at the very least. Idea I just had, and, and this isn't what they are used to doing, 
But you, you, you talking about the uh, outside linebackers and the options that they have mm-hmm. this weekend. What about using DJ Jones and Mike Purcell down? Yeah, yes. moving Draymond out to the edge, and then using uh, you know a rotation of Jacob Martin uh, and Jonathan Cooper and whoever else out there. Yes. Just go with the four three. Yeah. Sign me up. And you know what? If Ryan Tannehill and this lackluster group of wide receivers and tight ends comes out and beats the number one pass defense in the NFL, mm-hmm. well, props. I mean, yes. good job yep. for Ryan right. Tannehill. At least it wasn't Derrick Henry because just what? Uh, th- this game is such weird matchups. Yep. You have a Broncos defense that struggles against the run statistically. Uh, the number one, the, the best running back in the NFL going up against them. You have a really bad pass offense and the Titans going up against the best pass defense. So it, mm-hmm. it makes so much sense for what the Titans should try to do. And then, like I said, on the flip side, the Broncos should be able to pass the ball and they should not be able to run the ball. And Caleb actually, yep. I don't know if he said it before me or after me, but said the exact same thing in the comments about mm-hmm. uh, using four-man fronts and he said that allows you to have Josie and Alex on the field at the same time I yep. would have Josie and Alex on the field the whole game yeah uh, for the most part at least but then I guess you I mean you, maybe you go some four two five yeah um, mm-hmm. but you also you know could play Jonas and just you're asking a little bit less of him if he only you know essentially is a, yep. responsible for a third of the field rather than half um, it's not that simple but Let's you know just do four four three yes everyone's on the line the thing about having dj and mike purcell out there for the whole game though is that you you need to it needs to work like you need to be getting off the field you need three and outs otherwise yeah you 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 need rotation there Mm -hmm. like those big guys cannot stay on the field for eight plays in a row if it's working though then there's no reason not to stick with it the problem is you put them both out there three plays and it's a first down well then you're taking them both out for a couple snaps right. you try to like swell right. and that's when those if they get past that first first down they could be able to just make it all the way down the field if you're stuck rotating yeah that's and, true. It, and it, you can go hurry up and you have yep. two big old boys yeah. all tired yeah. out there yeah. and yep. you know you're and, in trouble and evero today was asked that was put it was pointed out to evero i'm sure he knew this that <laughs> the broncos defense has struggled against the run in nickel you shouldn't have to worry about the about it this week. Mm. You, sh- you shouldn't be in nickel. You shouldn't be in dime. Also, a lot of teams struggle against the run in nickel. It it's makes a pass sense because you're putting more. Yep. Yeah, you're putting smaller <laughs> bodies on the field. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. So Ryan, your score was wait. You haven't given a score yet, right? No, I gave nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. That's right. I love it. Good vibes. Hank, Keep what happened rolling. in nineteen seventeen? Not the war of 1918, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, well, wait, no. What was I mean, that, that was war been of World 1912. War 1912. Exactly. I always think it's 1918. No, that's World War One. Ah, okay. 1917 would have mm. been the start? Maybe that was 1918. <laughs> like I said, I'll, I'll believe it anything be you say War about War history. Um, Hank, what, what happened? Uh, well, what's your score? Oh, uh, give me 17-13 Broncos. What happened in 1713? <laughs> 17, oh, wow. 17-13 Broncos. Yeah. I love it. More interested in the year of the score than who wins. But um wow, seventeen thirty I've got nothing. Okay. All right. What happened in twenty seventeen, Henry? Oh, you can answer that one. I mean, I'm sure like Hannah Montana had a big song. Like, <laughs> no, that's Hannah it's Montana doesn't have songs. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Two thousand. Okay, yeah. we'll meet in the middle there. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Twenty seventeen. I mean the Broncos sucked. Yep, yep, they did. That's that was a world of suck, maybe. Case Keenum. Mm, yeah, that really. No, that was uh, that 
Keenum was 2018. This was Paxton year two. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paxton Trevor year two. two. Yeah, Paxton and Trevor and Brock. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is the merry-go-round. Yep, 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 it is. So, Henry, you got him winning 17 to 13. Yep. I mean, it's... I, I wish I could say there's going to be more points. Like, that's the big thing to me is, like, what range is this going to be? But I do think it's going to be a close win for the Broncos. Um, yeah, I'm just not quite buy, bought in on the Titans at this point. And I think the Broncos... There's reason to think that this offense is going to get better. I think that's the big thing is regression to the mean is not a real thing. Like that's not how that's not how logic works, but it, it is like one of those things where I I think they've been underperforming partially due to bad luck. I think maybe the bad luck gets a little bit better. They could also just come up with some good ideas. And so I'm willing to say like they're the offense is going to get better. And the defense should be just fine. Like, it's a good defense. Derrick Henry's scary, but I don't think I'm scared of them putting up a big number. Uh, in 17-13 marked the end of <laughs> Queen Anne's War oh. uh, with a, the Treaty of Utrecht uh, signed between England and France. Wow. wow. I mean, that sounds like one that he'd put his money on, like a 17-13 score. So wait, like yeah. 2017 who? Titans. Okay. Un unfortunately, but Ryan, I'm right there with you. The vibes point to Broncos it feels really good but then just everything logically doesn't and and not now I don't mean everything I shouldn't say that um just so many things are just adding up this week to not look good trading Bradley Chubb a very good run defender going up against Derrick Henry yeah. Ryan Tannehill now probably going to play Derrick Henry is just a beast the Broncos have had a lot of success against him but he's been on a roll these past five mm -hmm. games I do think he does get a 65-yard touchdown, and that's probably the difference oh. in, in, in the game is, is that, and that's the three points. Um, I'm a little worried about the under. I gave that out earlier this week. I'm worried about that now because I do think – I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos' offense has success in the, in, the, in the air game. I just think it comes down to the Broncos need the ball back and just can't get Derrick Henry off the field. Fair enough. That would be hard to watch. Um, yes. By the way, did you see the Broncos put a claim in on Jonathan Abram? Yeah. Mm, would have been nice to have this week. It certainly Potentially. would have been. The caveat being he's bad. To me, this whole thing reminds me of Sua Cravens, and that's why I wasn't mm. super into it. Is I was like, this is how these things go. Is like Jonathan Abrams. Ab Abrams with an S. Abram? No S. No Abram. S. No yeah. S. The point is, like, he hasn't been good. Yeah, like, but there's he a reason can he's run downhill cut. and tackle people. Yeah. I mean, he has. Is will he also miss the gap? Will he also like yeah. let yeah, the guy yeah, get by? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he, I, I'm not. I'm not like you know hurt over the fact. Yes, he is better at that part than the coverage part, which would be good this week. He also isn't a raider anymore, so I can say this about him: he's a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. Yeah, yep, yep. He certainly is. He, you know, he has a an aggression to him that makes his game. Mm -hmm. It makes people think about it. Uh, before they go over the middle. It's very mm -hmm. true. It's a good point. They so, did bring up Anthony Harris, sign him to the active roster, yep. which, again, is interesting. Like, him or Jonathan Abram, I, I mean, Anthony Harris has been a good safety before. I don't think he's ever made a Pro Bowl, but he's had, like, a long career as a starting safety. I think he did make a Pro Bowl. Did he make a Pro yeah. Bowl? I believe he it. he led the NFL in, in picks. Maybe that would do it. At safety. I'm, sh I'm shortchanging 
Kareem Jackson because he's done it before and they've had success with him on the field against Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. But like when I just think of the size matchup of yeah. him trying to tackle Derrick <laughs> Henry, seems like he should so bounce off. <laughs> so I'm like, oh god, yeah. this is gonna go terribly. It's but so it, true. It, it, he's done a good job in the past. Yep. Yeah, and he had a really rough game. I think he was the lowest game grade for me in, against the Jags because mm. he was the one in coverage that gave up that long touchdown, the first touchdown of the mm. game, like 25 yep, yards yep, or whatever. Yep. He's got juked throw. out. He had that terrible missed tackle up the sideline on that long run where he just had the clean whiff. Yeah. I mean, there's that, that is starting to be something worth keeping an eye on. Mm-hmm. And a, a big blow by Caden Stearns. They might not have exactly. him the rest of the season. That would be huge. Um, I hope I am wrong and you guys are right because like you Good. said, the, the path's there. If they win this game, the it, path is there to be above 500. Four and five, man. And yep. a win over a just limping Raiders team away from back to 500. Mm-hmm. And feeling just entirely different about who you are as a football team. And what did you guys say about the Panthers when we were talking about them on Thursday Night Football tonight? You said they're a, a bad team. Yeah, they are they're bad. awful. And then that's who you get after the Raiders. Has not stopped the Broncos in the past, though. No, yeah, they've no, lost true. to <laughs> my my least favorite team, which is the Colts. Which is the Colts? Yeah. <laughs> like to watch. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. And the rest of the AFC, let's go uh, around the rest of the AFC and give our picks because... This could determine if the Broncos are only one game back of a wild card spot if they win this week, which is absolutely crazy. And let's just start with that game. The Chargers Sunday night football going into San Francisco to take on the healthy-ish San Francisco 49ers. Lost another guy for the yeah, season they today. Did, they did. Jason Brett, which could that could hurt him a lot in this game. Yeah. Broncos withstood losing Darby. Yeah. Uh, it's still early. I, I got to say, though, um, uh, Damari Mathis, outside of the first game, exactly. he's done a really good job. He's been job. solid. So yeah. you never know who's going to fill in. Yeah. I would imagine they planned for it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He's played 40 games think. in his career. Yeah. Give me the Niners. Oh, shocked. <laughs> wow. Now, I got to add, well, no, we got Broncos pick them coming up this weekend where we'll give the spread. Spread is seven. For the Niners? Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's such a trap job. <laughs> it feels like it. it I feel like... Again, I'm always trying to imagine what is the book thinking when they set this line. I feel like they're trying, they're begging you to take the Chargers. They're saying like, yeah, yeah. "Look at this, Justin Herbert. You ever seen his highlight tape?" Let's just say I'm getting seven va- point dog. I'm getting baited into it. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I think it does end up being a close game for what it's worth. Uh, Sunday night football. It, well, no, okay. Char- I want the Chargers to get blown. Chargers. Uh, I got. I'm gonna say some Chargers surprise everyone. What's the sco- What's they the won. Chargers record right now? Five and three. God, they're so undeserved. I mean, very be, easily. I mean, yeah, they yeah. could be three and five, just like just the Broncos. Just like the Broncos. Could be Broncos. Five, could yeah, be two and six. Yeah. I think honestly. they're like the exact same team, not player to player, but yeah. like how good they are. Yeah. Yeah, and one team has gotten the breaks. One team has exactly. Yeah, but they both suck in their own ways. Um. Oh, this is a really tough one. It's crazy I, that they're both part of the greatest division of all time. <laughs> oh boy! I got all. Give me the Chargers. No, with way. the points, with the points, with the points. Oh no, 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 no points. No oh, points not here. The points? No oh, points here. 49ers easy. Okay, 49ers okay, easy. Okay. I mean, Mike Williams is out. Easy six point win. Keenan Allen. <laughs> yes, Keenan Allen is questionable. Yeah. He hasn't played in so long. Like if you don't have He's Mike Williams play. or Keenan Allen, I mean, defensively, I thought Chris Rump and Jerry Tillery. <laughs> Just when you thought you had, uh, I mean, both those guys are questionable though. Like that's not Khalil Mack who's questionable, but your next two pass rushers behind him, assuming Joy Bosa's still on IR. Like there's just so many pieces missing from this team. The 49ers are a good 
clean football team. They beat teams like this. I don't know if they beat them by seven, but it's they you, beat teams like this. You just reminded me that I hate Drake London now. No, <laughs> why? Because Cleo Mack just ripped the ball out of his hands. It was one of the mm, saddest, yeah. softest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that's, that's a shame. That's very true. It wasn't even like a struggle or anything. Like Cleo Mack just like walked over and was like, give me that shit. And he was just like, oh, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. That's very true. Only thing um, about London I don't like. Uh, wow. wow, good point. Drake. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to do this, but uh, the 49ers are going to win, but I'm picking the Chargers to get a game up on you guys. Right Fair now. enough. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to be that terrible okay. person that does that. Okay, Colts, very interesting game here. Colts at Raiders. The this Colts w- with Jeff Saturday and all their craziness going up against the, you said, limping Raiders? Yeah, yeah. yeah. this makes me so sad um, because I would love to pick the Raiders to lose this game. But that would require me to pick Sam Ellinger <laughs> to win a football game. And I think that he is the worst quarterback I've ever watched in the NFL. So, no, I can't do it. Ever. Um, ever. And at least, okay, I said this on bets, I think. Worst quarterback that is starting by choice I've ever seen in my life. Mm, like, fair, there's been fair, some fair. guys yep, who had yep, no yep. choice. They had to sign him off the street and, set, right. and start him that week. First worst quarterback I've ever seen that the team chose. This is the guy we want to play with for the, for the rest of the year. It's a slap in the face to anyone who has to watch it. Raiders win. Sadly. Unfortunately, I agree with you. It comes down to Derek Carr or Sam Ellinger. Derek Carr. Um, crazy enough, um, Kirk Cousins having really good year, right? Statistically, Derek Carr is having like the exact same year. Wow. So Derek Carr, two and six. He's. I'm not saying he's been great, but he hasn't been like awful. Sam Ellinger, awful. Sam Ellinger, like, you know, the big knock on him coming out was his arm strength. It legitimately looks like he's throwing a 15-pound football. <laughs> it's like me throwing a football. <laughs> like, it looks like so hard for him to move the ball. Yeah. If, 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 if the Colts or if the Raiders lose this at home, could this be a fireable game? Yes. That fake Adam Schefter account would be <laughs> <Yes>. prophetic. <laughs> what if Adam Schefter retweets uh, the fake one? He just wow. retweets it and says, this is actually true. <laughs> wow. That would be great. <laughs> I'll take the Colts. Let's wow. go. I think it happens. I think it happens. I mean, just be a, John, is Jonathan Taylor playing? He was a full participant All right, today. That's and that's why. Shot, that's yeah. why. That, and it's combined with, uh, and this is not football related, I guess, but the whole Josh McDaniels Colts thing. Oh, yeah. Jeff Saturday is in there play now. That one up big time. Exactly. Like I, that's not a good reason to take the Colts in this game, but I'm going to do it. And I just feel like the, the Raiders have done so many horrible things this season and they're just falling apart. They lost to the Jags last week. Give me the Colts. I think, I think they just make the, they, they kick the Raiders while they're down. Did mm. you see the Je- the most recent like Jeff Saturday clip that went viral of yes. him like defending himself? I yeah. might lose. I might suck. That yeah. one. I love it. I loved it. I, I was like, too. oh shit, he yeah. actually might be able to motivate yep. this team. Yep. And I completely That's agree. That's why he's there. Yeah. And also, you look at head coaches getting a boost their first game, or yeah. a team getting a boost after firing their coach. The freaking this Colorado Buffaloes won a game. <laughs> yes, <laughs> new coach games are special. <laughs> yes, they, the Buffaloes. Yep. You're gonna let them do that? Do you like? No, that? they're oh, that okay. bad. It's true. Oh, wow. It's true. USC tomorrow. Yep. 34 point spread. Wow. So you glad got? they're getting that out of the way on Friday. I know. Oh, on Friday. Oh, Friday night. Yep. 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 Is in USC? Uh, yeah. At yep. USC. Okay. Yep. 34 point dogs. Good luck. Shock the world, baby. <laughs> there we go. And final <laughs> one. Which would shock the world more? That 
or the Jaguars beating the Chiefs in Kansas City? <laughs> Absolutely the Buffs. is not <laughs> the Buffs. Yep. Yep. Like times 13. Yeah, cool. actually, you're pretty much right. It's about times three and mm -hmm. a half because the Chiefs are nine and a half point yep. favorites. It's going to be bad. <clears throat> Caleb Williams also is winning the Heisman tomorrow night. So tune in. Mm. Like tomorrow's That's the night right. where he goes for like 406 touchdowns. So yep. Jake, uh, Jake was saying like he thinks the bu uh, the Buffs are gonna cover. Oh god! And I was like, oh, you just haven't been around long enough. No. When these Buffs play those Trojans, <laughs> records get set. Oh, yes. No. Like Caleb think, Williams is winning the Heisman tomorrow. I think like oh, Matt Barkley no. set a record for passing yards in a game oh. by a USC quarterback. Mm -hmm. Some other was it Drake London? I think set the oh, yeah. receiving touchdowns Ooh. record or something. I'm not sure if it was a record. I know he torched Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. There were multiple highlights. That one where he's just like falling away, reaches out one-handed yeah. side of the end zone. Like the ball's like 10 feet from the boundary. Speaking <laughs> of Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. Popped up in your mentions this week. He sure did. Wow. So the thing is like I have good relationships with all those guys who transferred. Like uh -huh. Christian and Makai. And like I still talk to Mark Perry occasionally. He was at TCU. He made the right call. Um, yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, he did pop up in the mentions. You, he I made the right him call after leaving a burning building? <laughs> yes. Yes. And picking TCU. Like, who would have thought picking fair. TCU? Yeah. Christian Gonzalez did not DM me back after that, though. So uh, I don't know. Maybe we've, I've fallen off favor. Did you see maybe what happened? No, no. Is it so drama? So, Henry. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I love that Henry yeah. tweeted this in the first place. Um, Henry, after Christian Gonzalez t announced he was transferring to Oregon, yep. quote tweeted and was like, whoever's the Buffs QB better be prepared to go at him when they play yeah. in November. Okay. Well, they did. <laughs> yep. And they threw two picks. Six, no, one pick six. One pick six. Two picks, and the other one ended uh, ended on the one yard yep. line. So it should have been two pick six. Oh yep. my god! <laughs> Pac-12 so defensive player of the week. Oh. He he must have uh, bookmarked that. Yeah, yep. oh, yeah. Came back and just gave Henry the smile, a uh, smiley yep. face. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh, and that is great. We'll get to talk about him in draft season because mm. him and Pat Sertan. Oh, <laughs> what shit. a duo! Okay, I like it. Yeah. I like what it. A so duo. I, you guys are taking the Chiefs. Yes. Oh, oh, we are I taking do the Chiefs. Think that maybe the, like the, the Jacks could shock shock the world, but Trevor Lawrence, not that he's shown to be good enough in the last I month think the and a half. But like, uh, revelation is Travis Etienne. Yeah, beast. Yeah, looking like he's it. looks so fast on good the field. Good job, Urban Meyer. The um, only good job he did. Uh, yeah, I mean maybe. Him? Yeah. I don't know. the The thing is, like Trevor Lawrence, we might have to like strip him of generational quarterback. Status. I'm ready to. Yeah, pretty soon. Early yeah. on, he looks it's, so good. Yeah. They're just going empty. He's picking matchups. He's he's just like grinding his way down the field, but that just disappeared. The Chargers game this year, yeah. he blew out the Chargers. Yeah, they had the Broncos on the on the ropes. He threw that pick to Justin Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Yep. My thing so is like, bad. if this was a Sunday night game, I'd almost pick the Jags. I'd be like, oh, this could be like the Trevor Lawrence versus Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wait, maybe he is that good. Mm. But when it's an 11 a.m. buried game, like this is just going to be exactly what you expect. It's really weird about watching the Jags is like at no point when I'm watching them is I, am I like, oh, that's Doug Peterson's influence right there. Right. It just looks so bland. It does. Yep. It really Early does. Early on, I feel like it didn't. But yeah. now it definitely does. What you hope doesn't look bland is Broncos beating the Raiders next week. And if you want to be there, make, make sure to go to game time to get your tickets. This could actually be after Sunday if the Broncos beat the Titans. 
tickets for this game could skyrocket because people would get that hope and, and say, wow, not only can we get to 500 by winning this game against the Raiders, but we can do it by beating the Raiders and beating Josh McDaniels at there. home <laughs> in person if he's still there. Or maybe convince yourself this is the game that the Raiders are going to fire Josh McDaniels after the Broncos awesome. beat him. And so you can get tickets to that maybe now, not after Sunday, by clicking on the link. It's the top one uh, in our description on YouTube. Allie just highlighted it on YouTube. She's mm -hmm. showing it to us right now. And there's all the Broncos games. You can click on them. You can click on road games and get the best tickets available with their flash sales. Looks like we've got tickets uh, under $150 right now. Wouldn't be surprised if those go up. So click on the link in the description. And YouTube, also, if you're listening on the podcast, click on the link in the description on your podcast also if you want the best steak you've ever had especially cooked in your own home mm -hmm. you gotta hit up our friends over at hassle cattle company uh i like the new york strips when i go steak it's like a perfect cut that is also affordable and all of their cuts are affordable but this one's like a great price point uh so order yourself some strips they will deliver them to your door you'll have them ready to go throw them in a pan don't grill them Definitely don't grill. I mean, you probably could, but the one time I tried to grill them, I there there's so much juice mm. that comes off of these steaks that you just don't want to lose it all. And it was also just dripping right into the fire and just creating a, a oh, mess. Oh man, their pan the pan is the right way to cook a, a steak. Uh, so get yeah. you some butter and some garlic and get you mm. some Elway steak seasoning. Free mm. ad just because it's John <laughs> Elway. Uh, and sear those babies up in a pan and have yourself one of the best steak experiences you'll ever have in your home. Impress your wife, your girlfriend, your date, or your friends, if you're a more generous friend than Henry. <laughs> uh, it's not the generosity. It's that nobody wants that. No one wants steaks? Yeah, that's Did not... Did I that's... make? Oh, uh, okay. I wow. don't, if, uh, honestly... I'll make you a steak. We'll see what happens. I, I'm in. If you can eat the whole thing, I'll... What are I'll you feel pretty doing good. to your steak? I do, see, I don't do that. Like, I can do chicken. You just pop it in the air fryer, take it right out, and it's good to go. You could honestly make your steak in an air fryer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I want to make a dope steak People in People would fryer. dunk on you um, huh. just because it, it seems wrong. Yeah. But I made a pinwheel steak in the air fryer once, and it was delicious. Oh, huh. man. I, that sounds so good right now. Oh. You're killing me. Pinwheel steaks are kind of dope. I, I don't Googled even know what them. that is. They it's take the meat and they cut it real oh. thin and then they like wrap like mozzarella and yeah. like spinach in there. That would be a good air fryer one too. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect for the air fryer. Oh, that's, that, that seems so like good. a great idea. DNVR 20. DNVR 20 is the DNVR code 20. to get 20% off our friends at Hassle Cattle Company. And maybe they'll make some pinwheels for oh, us. Oh, and also or maybe you pranks. guys will hit us with a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. Hit us with that thumbs up on YouTube. Again, we really appreciate it. If you're listening on podcasts, hit us with a five-star review. We would also appreciate that. And uh, let's hop into the comment section. I think our website's changed where uh, it's not the same way we sort through questions. Really? So oh. I don't think there's a way to sort it the way we used to. Right. So this will be interesting. Well, we should just go from the bottom up regardless of well, Hopefully well, they're the so same Well, so that's order. what I was going to do, the bottom up. But the very first one on the bottom up says, sorry for the double comment, boys. Oh, no. Wait, <laughs> mine's... Oh, it's not the same. Yeah, oh, I no. know. This is All the right. first time it's changed in so years. So let's go top down yeah, and see how that it. works. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Peyton Manning YT says, my boys, in my opinion, in a world full of hot takes, Draymond is the second best interior player in the NFL. Whoa. Chris Jones, <laughs> never heard of him. DeForest Buckner, why? Five and a half sacks for a defensive lineman in the first half. Stud. Starting his career out eerily similar to Aaron Donald. Just saying. 
Give him the bag. Four-year, $100 million deal, and you won't regret it. Jones will have a 15-plus sack player next year. Resign the man. And then he comes in with one more comment, which was the double comment, and he says, um, how would you feel with Sean Payton being the coach next season, barring an unlikely playoff run? Okay, so two very different things. Uh, Sean Payton, we'd all feel great about? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Except I've go. heard he's kind of a dick to media. I, I, he apologized to it in his uh, mm. last press conference. He's now media. Mm. He probably learned. Maybe. Or he's just going to come in and be a dick, and then when Could he be. leaves, he'll apologize to us at the very end. Not that I Could care. Be. like yeah. Especially not me. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't think you guys would either if they were actually good. It's also, true. I have no idea if Draymond started his career like Aaron Donald. Just hearing that, though, I'm like, yeah, sign him. It's like, <laughs> there's a chance. Sign no, him. Henry, one person's sign account. Him. Yeah, I was going to say, that's when you do the research and say he does not start his career uh, like Aaron Donald. But what if he did? I, also, like, Quinnen Williams, seven sacks. Vita Vea, six and a half sacks. Uh, Javon Hargrave has six. Uh, Chris Jones has five and a half. Jerome Payne, five and a half. Jeffrey Simmons, five and a half. And those are the guys who are interior. Oh, wait, say. Dietrich Wise. Dietrich Wise. No, yeah, I guess he's more outside. If you mention some of those players that you just mentioned, Jeffrey mm-hmm. Simmons, Deron yeah. Payne, um, I'm trying to remember other names that you said, like Chris Jones, you're like, wow, those are elite yeah. interior pass rushers. Yeah. The Broncos might just have one, and I don't know if we've fully come to appreciate that yet. It would feel bad right. if he leaves and he is that guy for the next five years. If this is like, if you get what you got the first half of this season yeah. for the next four seasons. There you go. I mean, that's yeah. one of the best players you could ask for. What I will say and what I would caution Draymond and his people of is the Malik Jackson story, Yeah. which is you go chase the bag, which is great. You get the bag. Yep. But there's something about playing around other great players that elevates players. True. And all of a sudden you're on an island in Jacksonville, although they actually have a, a couple decent players in that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like Malik was. Yeah. You're expected to be the guy yep. rather than being surrounded yes. by DeMarcus Ware and Vaughn Miller and Shane Ray and Shaq Barrett. Then things change. Now, you got the bag and you're good for life. Yep. yep. But from a playing standpoint, it might be worth taking a couple million dollar discount to play on a good team. Doesn't right. have to be the Broncos. Yep, you're right. Not the same start, though, as Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald in his first four seasons, nine sacks, 11 sacks, eight sacks, 11 sacks. <laughs> Not even close. And then his next year, fifth year. If you can tell me that Draymond is going to do what Aaron Donald did next year, you pay him whatever contract it is. 22? 20, 20 and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wild. You do it. Um, next one is from Ozzy Bronco. Good day, boys. Long-time listener, first-time commenter. I'm the guy that traveled 28 hours from Australia uh-huh. to, see the, to see the game and go to the tailgate. It was great to meet you all and to be able to tell you what a great job you're doing and see a Broncos win. Mm-hmm. You have a great mix of football and non-football talk. It's always entertaining. Keep up the fantastic work. Kirk. I mean, so much, Kirk. Thank you so yep. much. And just so cool. You traveled 28 hours. Yeah, Wild. unbelievable. Would have been faster just come to Denver. <laughs> Seriously, what up? <laughs> Nash Bronco says, Hi, fellas. We are not having the same conversation about contracts that we were with Justin. Draymond is not the best at his position, but this is how the system works. If you're top five in the league, and I challenge you guys to name five better interior players than Draymond, he'll reset the market or close to it with some team, so why not retain him? The cap is much less of an issue now, and the depth behind him is, well, shallow. Pay the man. Uh, he said, Why are we not having the same conversation? I think we kind of are. Yeah, twenty-two yeah. million dollars is is what that would make him the third highest paid, only behind Miles Garrett, and technically Miles Garrett isn't the same position. Yeah, so behind 
Chris Jones, was it? Or No, I think that would be it. Okay, yeah. It, it, it wow. would just be Aaron Donald at 31 mil. Yeah, and Aaron Donald doesn't count in these conversations. And I think, I think Draymond's party would try to bring that in, but I think they would concede to that. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that is the conversation we're having, which is when you have a really good player um, and you want to retain them, you have to pay them like they're an elite player. Yep. And Justin, at least according to his peers, is an elite player. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he hasn't exactly lived up to that this year. Nope. But Parts injury. The question is like, do you want him or not? Yep. And so you can have him and overpay him maybe more than you right. think you should, or you cannot have him at all. And we put that out as a pod poll. Would you give Draymond Jones five year, hundred and ten million dollar extension worth up to twenty two million dollars per year? I thought people were gonna see that and say, No way. Fifty eight percent of two thousand voters said yes. Yep. Wow. That they that they think he's worth that. It would tie him for the seventh biggest contract by like money per year of any defensive player and tied with bradley chubb obviously because that's where he pulled that number yep yep the count says sometimes it's hard for me to slumber thinking about that time that the broncos drafted justin hollins instead of gardner Minshew. oh yeah and juan (laughs) winfrey is the cherry on top of that crap sunday leave my buffs out of this (laughs) Um, i try not to hold grudges but think of all the amazing pressers that we've been denied hashtag prison bus life love the count where would the broncos be if they had drafted gardner Minshew? No, the same spot or worse. I mean, I, I think that like you would be, it would take an alternate reality. Like you might have drafted Justin Fields. That's uh, like things would change, you know? Do you guys believe in Justin Fields now? No. Right now? No. I'm getting there. No, uh, but right now. No. Because I'm getting there too. But like, it seems like some people are completely sold on him, which to Crazy. me is, is wild. No, there's just people who have been ra- waiting and waiting and patiently waiting to get some takes off uh, that at the yes. first <laughs> opportunity they got to get a take off, they got it off. That's true. But some national people are really buying it. Well, and it's like, I think I said this either on this show or on bets. It's my, f- one of my favorite parts of this season has been watching Justin Fields get better. Like yeah. it's kind of rare in the NFL to see a quarterback progress, especially throughout the course of a season. Yeah. And he's definitely doing it and it's cool to see. Um, and I obviously hope for our friends over at CHGO that he hits. Um, and I won't be sitting here lamenting it every single time there's a conversation about the right. Broncos forever like some other people do. Um, even today, someone in my mentions, because I said the Russ vacation thing is the dumbest story that's happened in yep. all my years yep. covering I the Broncos. Where you going with this. And they responded to me like, oh, yeah, well, in a couple of years, not drafting Justin oh, Fields okay. is going to be the dumbest thing. <laughs> and I was like, no, they already didn't draft Josh Allen. So. That it's is, not going to get worse than that. Very worse. true. That is yeah. true. That's a good point. Justin Fields needs to have like a, a couple 20 yard passing game, a couple more of those. Like he hasn't completed 60% of his passes this season. Like, like you said, getting better, still not close. Yeah. 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 Right there I mean, you. we're the, the, the one thing I, and if this was a bears podcast, what I would be saying is we're kind of seeing the Josh Allen arc, mm-hmm. which is use your legs to, to mm-hmm. buy yourself time. Right. Uh, and not make your offense look completely incompetent. Your throws, obviously, he makes some miraculous throws every week. And you're buying yourself time to understand and learn what it's like to play at this level. And hopefully he keeps doing it and, and, mm-hmm. and ends up succeeding. I will not root against him just because the Broncos no. didn't draft No, I completely agree. Next one from Fillmore 72 says, I don't think he'll do it, but I would love it if Russell pulled out the Drew Locke Buzz Lightyear celebration when he scores the first <laughs> touchdown pass on Sunday. Pete Carroll and the Seahawks fans need to move on. They're 6-3 six and, six and three atop the eight, NFC West and doing fine. Christopher, side note for Henry, I'm 100 miles west of London and still in England. Wales is 25 <laughs> miles west of me. It's a small country. 
Western right. Western England is Wales. That's there's no room for a West over there that isn't mm, just Wales. I see what you're saying. It's all middle. He's saying you're wrong. Yeah. It's yeah, the expert saying you're wrong. I don't know. I'm standing my ground. West England is Wales. Do you think of West Denver? See, I'm not too aware of the boundaries. It it is a very north and south. It's kind of long I-25 type of city though. Yeah. yeah. But like as soon as you cross boundary. the as soon as you cross the highway, you're for sure in West Denver. Yeah. Yes, you are. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> okay. And then you're quickly in Lakewood. Yeah. So maybe Henry would say there's no room for West Denver. See, That's just Lakewood. That's in, true. There's no room for West. There's a little, there's a, this thing is kind of East. Maybe down there is kind of West. That little strip, yeah. There's just no room for a West England. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Wales. It's not, it's not West England. It's the West of England. Okay, there's no room for the West of England. <laughs> it's all Bri- just the England. Briz Baby says, hey guys, from a heartless business perspective, I kind of love Dre's Spice. Here's for one, mm-hmm. er, he's here for one thing and one thing only, the bag. Here's some Aussie slang for you. Dre isn't here to mess to mess around Screw with spiders. spiders. Yes, he isn't here to waste time and play around. However, from a fan perspective. I want to use that so badly. <laughs> <laughs> However, from a fan's perspective, he's doing everything he can to show himself as nothing more than money motivated with no commitment to the fans, and I don't know how I feel about it. I love to get your takes. Obviously, we want players to get paid as much as as much and as soon as they can, but does this clear profit move raise any character concerns for you guys about his long-term connection to the Broncos and the city of Denver? Cheers for everything, Briz Baby. If you give him the bag, he'll be really happy here. He w- he will be happy yep. here, but is it great to have a player that once they retire stays in Denver and embraces the community? I mean, there was nothing nothing yeah. better than Peyton doing that. It was awesome. But Peyton's years in Denver still would have been great if he moved back to Indianapolis or yep. New Orleans after. Mm. Like like it, it it is a nice cherry on top, but you don't pay a guy saying, "Man, I yep. hope this really buys him into the Denver community." I don't think Draymond has any issues with Denver or the Denver no. community. Not he at doesn't all. like losing. No one does, and he wants to get paid. Yep, everyone does. It is nice though. To He's have- just doing a very poor job of massaging that in a way that's not so yep. um, aggressive. Yeah, totally. But clearly, he would rather have more money than have everyone's love and support during this time. And I think that's he's yeah. putting George Payton in a difficult position on purpose, and it's working. Of uh, just like, don't play any games with me. Right. I, yep. Don't try and come and, talk and be all nice. And, hey, great game. <laughs> yeah. Put your arm around me. Yep. Sign the check or don't. Yep. This exactly. is the first time we've seen this with a George Payton negotiation, though. Yeah. Right. Like over and over, it's like, yeah, we're keeping it in house. That happens, and he says, "Yep, I'm proud we kept it in house." This is the first one's kind of leaked out just a little bit, yeah. and still, it's not information. It's right. just vibes. Yep. Yeah, man, you're you're really close to having like an unreal front if you keep him around, and like Baron Browning yeah. develops, and Randy Gregory potentially stays healthy, and DJ yeah. Jones for a couple more DJ, years. I mean. Uh, you kind of have to do it, I think. Yeah, it'd be tight. It'd be tight. I mean, you can't let him walk. It'd be franchise tagging him and trading him. And if they ever decide to invest any sort of um, capital into a linebacker, then <laughs> you might have a really sick defense. Now, yeah. nothing against Josie, and even Alex Singleton mm-hmm. has been nice, but I'm talking about a game changer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah And they do maker. have a pretty sick defense already. They do. 
Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, Arvada Luke rounds us out and says, hello, one, thi- one thing I'm hoping to not see on Sunday, snaps out of shotgun in the red zone. That has been driving me nuts this season. I was so glad to see some pistol snaps against Jacksonville. It kind of seemed like they weren't expecting it and played to our advantage. My ideal preference is that we see some power eye. I see it now. Broncos <laughs> march out of the 10 in their atrocious white and blue unis and 22 personnel. What's this? Albert Owen Dulcich in tight end on the right of the formation. Beck and Murray directly behind Russ. Oh, the multiplicity. I'm also <laughs> dying for a direct fullback handoff in a short yardage situation. It is super weird and ironic in a bad way that the Green that Green Bay is performing similarly to us this season. I think Russ and Rodgers have a very similar QBR even. If Peyton was the GM for the Packers right now, what do you think he would do? How, wh- how wild would it be if they managed to trade him to the Raiders for a first in next year's draft? Would that even move the needle on Joshie's little disaster down there? Cheers, AL. If wow. you think Jordan loves good, then you're definitely do that. If you can get a first for Aaron Rodgers. They don't think Jordan loves good. Probably not. There Maybe. was, I mean, somebody was giving out the hype again this week. I can't remember. It was somebody who plays for him. I didn't pay much attention, but it's like, he's a, he's a starter in the NFL. It's like, Oh, okay, whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, no and I wouldn't, to that. I, I wouldn't have said it this off season because it's Aaron Rodgers. but if Aaron Rodgers is bad. Then yeah, go with Jordan love, like trade him. But also trade for a receiver. I had um, like a daydream of just like, what if the Broncos and Packers just said like, hey, we're let's just try and swap quarterbacks, see if it can help either wow. of these guys like during the trade deadline. <laughs> like, was there maybe a call about that? Who knows? That would be wild. By the wow. way, pistol. Another thing that I'm just like, this seems like it could have been discovered a little bit earlier because it makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, Russ probably doesn't want to get under center because it makes it harder for him to see. Yeah. And you can't run, you know, the the running style that mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett wants to run from standard shotgun. Yeah, mm-hmm. so put it right in between. Seems like you could have figured that out a while ago. And by the way, one conversation with Gary Kubiak or Peyton Manning probably could have gotten you there because that was their compromise. Yeah, it's now very true. they eventually got away from it, and it wasn't nearly as featured as mm-hmm. it sounded like it was going to be in training camp. But the point of the pistol is it's a compromise between yep. shotgun and under center. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So I'm I'm excited to see a little bit more of it. And there's a lot of creative things you can do if you're willing to work out a pistol a little bit more. You know, you can bring a fullback in and use him there and, like, run an angle route with mm-hmm. him, which would be perfect for Beck. It would be. Um, there's just, I don't know, lots of options. You go full house back there if you want. Like, yeah, yeah, it's very true. Yep. Man, I hope you guys are right about this game. Me too. Mm-hmm. Let's hit a super chat before we finish up here. From Kevin, who says, I appreciate you guys. Love the show. Did you know Derrick Henry and Von Miller have the identical height, weight, 40-time invert? Crazy, yes. It is crazy. I've tweeted that graphic like 13 <laughs> times, yeah, and I, I never get sick of it. Both 6'2 and 5'8. Derrick Henry's 249. Von Miller's 248. The 40-time is like 459. No, it's 449 and 448. And so Insane. both of those, the one extra pound, the hundredth of a second on the 40-time, it's probably the hair. Ah, that's probably what it is it's that big it hair is. thing that's the so only difference has always told me what derrick henry made a massive mistake mm, not being an outside uh, linebacker yes. oh, no. yep. 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 probably uh he's you know he's been around for a while longer mm-hmm. than most running backs he's gotten paid more than most running backs but if he was just von miller he'd have a lot more money yes, that's true he certainly would but a also ton. i mean in the conversation for best running back ever in the mm. conversation. In the sure. conversation. Did you know? Yeah. So you've seen those high school stats of his, right? Everyone's yep. seen it. They're the screenshot insane. of his like max yep. preps web. Yeah. 
You know he didn't win high school player of the year. That is insane. In, that is crazy. in the country that year. You know who won it? Who? Max Brown, who ended up being a quarterback commit for USC, did nothing. Wow. Uh, and recently, oh, yeah. he's like popped up on TikTok, like just talking about his Gatorade player, national Gatorade player of the year trophy, and just kind of like laughing about how he won it over there. <laughs> yep. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it was a, it's a good bit he's got bog- going. Broadcaster. The disrespect oh, really? for yep. Derrick Henry. I mean, doesn't get that, doesn't get to be, be a first just, round pick. It's a disrespect for running backs. If Zeke went top five that year, though. I know, but I just yeah. mean in general, we yeah. just always give, you know, the biggest awards to quarterbacks yeah, without even considering true. the running backs. That's yeah. very true. All right, that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, you can catch Henry and I on the tailgate Sunday morning. Ooh. You'll see us after the game on Sunday. Um, and you'll actually see us during the game as Ooh. well as we're getting some watch-along action this Sunday, which I'm super excited for. I had a lot of fun with it the last time we did it. So you can watch us either – be having a great time or you know sharing our misery we'll see what happens um but either way we'll see you guys soon hit us with a thumbs up on your way out and a five-star review if you're on itunes and we will catch you later
time.